We are committed to becoming more, to making more money, to having more opportunities, growing physically and mentally strong, writing our own destinies, fighting and conquering our demons, breaking addictions, facing rejection, conquering our fears, rejecting external validation and the need for acceptance, taking 100% responsibility and complete charge of our lives. I'm John Sanmez and I'm a fucking bulldog. What is up bulldogs? Today we're gonna to be talking about building wealth. So I've got a wealth question here. Should you have a home or an apartment? You know, should you buy or should you rent? Uh, great question. This is a question that I just saw Grant Cardone answer on Instagram. So I got this question from Pip Chip and he says, do you have a home versus apartment video by any chance? I want to move, but unsure which I should choose. So I've got a whole real estate playlist. Go check it out if you haven't already. And you know, I talk about real estate and investing in here. Part of having the bulldog mindset is applying it to wealth building, to, you know, building the freedom that you can have uh, to to live the lifestyle that you want to live which you know to me is being financially free it's hard to be a bulldog when you're not financially free it's hard to fully be one right i mean you're going to be a bulldog you're going to have the bulldog mindset it should get you somewhere in life you should be using this to become physically disciplined financially disciplined uh, to be able to live the life that you want to live i'll tell you a little story when i first started out when i was 19 years old that's when I bought my first house. Okay, now I know a lot of people can't buy a house at 19. I couldn't either, actually. I didn't have any money. Okay, I'd like a thousand bucks to my name, but I figured out how to do it, right? And if there's, if you have a strong enough why, you will figure out the how. I'm sure you've heard that before. It's true, and I really wanted to buy a house. Why? Because I didn't want to rent, because I didn't want to throw my money away. Now, at 19, was I educated enough as an investor to understand that that was a good idea or a bad idea? No. Not really, okay? I didn't make that out of necessarily a wise decision, but I had in my mind this idea that I did not want to rent. It seemed like a waste to me. Now, if I go back today, did that work out for me? Of course, yes, I made a lot of money investing in real estate. I learned how to invest, made millions of dollars investing in real estate. So that's good, okay? But I sort of stumbled into that. So I'm gonna give you a little bit more of an educated opinion on that now. Most people think, okay, if I rent, I'm throwing away money, but if I'm buying, I'm investing. Not quite true, okay? And I'll tell you why. Uh, the biggest thing is this, okay? If you buy a house and you live in that house, Okay, what we really wanna do, and again, I tell people to do the same thing with their salary when they take their benefits, is I want you to calculate the benefits out and make this all into dollars, right? Because benefits can be purchased with dollars, okay? So you get free gym membership, or you get healthcare, or 401k matching, those all equate to dollars, okay? Just break it down to dollars. That's what it, what it comes out to. It makes decisions easier, okay? Same thing here. If you buy a house, and you live in that house, what you are essentially doing is you're investing in an investment property, Okay, and you are becoming a tenant of that property and you are paying the rent to yourself. Now, you're also getting a good tenant that pays the rent on time every time that takes care of the house and doesn't damage crap, right? And isn't gonna have a lot of problems and it's gonna be easy to maintain and it's gonna be 100% uh, no vacancy in that property. So those are good things, okay? But understand fundamentally what you're doing when you buy a house and you live in it is that you are buying an investment property that you are renting to yourself. Now there's two implications to that. One, on the investor side, you have to ask yourself the question, is it a good investment? If it's not a good investment, then it's not a good choice. If you buy that property, you have to pretend you should wear two hats. Again, you put on the investor hat and you say, is this a good investment? 
okay? If I don't rent this out to myself, would, and I rented this to someone else, okay, pretend like you're not gonna live there, would I buy this? Would I get a good return on my money? Would it cash flow, okay? I've done some videos, I'll talk about this really quick. The difference between investing and speculation is investing already fucking cash flows. It already has profit baked into the deal. You're already buying it under market. You've already made money. It's gonna be a solid deal, okay? No matter what happens, you're not relying on the future. You're relying on the current value and current return of the asset. As speculation is something that requires a future event to occur in order for you to make money. And if it doesn't, you will lose money or break even, okay? That is a speculation. So. We want to invest in real estate. We don't want to speculate. There's there's places for speculation, but in general, if you're investing in real estate, you want to invest, okay? This is how we make wise financial decisions instead of just financial decisions or lucky financial decisions, okay? So again, you're putting on the investor hat. You're asking the question, would this be a good investment, okay? Would it cash flow if I rent it out? All of that, if all of that passes, okay? Then your next question, next thing you do, is you put on the renter hat, right? Because you're always a renter. You're either gonna rent from yourself, okay? Or you're gonna rent from someone else. So as the renter question, you ask, is this a good value, right? And the, the way that you determine that is you say, is this, is this the capacity of what I need? Let's say that you are a single guy living by yourself and you're 18 years old, okay? Should you rent a three-bedroom house? Probably not, unless you're gonna rent out the bedrooms to your friends, but let's say if, if you could live in a one-bedroom house, or you could live in one room in a house, right? The, the, the amount that you need to pay for rent to live for room and board, essentially, is much less than what you would pay if you rent a bigger space. So all the space that you rent that you don't utilize, okay, that you could live without is a waste. The other thing that you can look for is, is there a opportunity where you could get more value for less, right? And sometimes you'll find these situ situations, these arbitrage situations, one of them is living in your parents' basement, okay? It's not something I necessarily recommend for you guys, but it is. it does have an arbitrage that you are able to basically, as a renter, maybe you're paying a little bit of money and you know mom's cooking food for you and you're basically paying for some utilities or helping out with the rent or whatever and you're getting a pretty big discount, right? They're, they're basically subsidizing your housing. Again, I'm not suggesting that you do this. I hope you guys can understand, like you're putting on those two hats, okay? Now, in, here's, here's a situation where you buy a house and you live in it. It's where you put on the hat of the investor and when you put on that hat, you're like, yep, this is a good deal. I'm getting a good interest rate. It would cash flow. I would rent it to someone and it matches. It is exactly the footprint of the house that I need that is going to give me the value. If I were gonna rent a house, I'd rent a house of this size, okay? Maybe, maybe you know, you might fudge it a little bit and say, okay, well, it's a little bit bigger than what I'd rent, but because the mortgage is so cheap, you know, it, it's, it's not much of a difference, so, so I'm gonna do that, right? This is how you approach that, as opposed to what most people do, which is they just look at it with one hat, and they say, Okay, if I rent versus if I buy. If I rent, I'll pay $1,300 a month. If I buy, my mortgage is only 900 bucks a month, so I'll be saving, uh, you know, what, what did I say, 1,300, so 400 bucks a month. No, not true. Even when you, there, there's other problems with that math, but even if it were as straight as that, as 400 bucks a month, the, 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 it's a wrong answer because buy the property anyway, but don't live in it yourself. 
go buy, go rent a property for 1200 bucks a month and then rent this property out for $1,300 and put 100 bucks a month in your pocket while you're renting someone else's property and you're still investing, right? So I know that was really quick, but rewind the video and watch that again and you'll get what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you've got to wear the two hat. You've got to decide as a renter, should, you know, is this a good value, right? And you got to decide as an investor, is this a good value? And only when those two things meet together, then you're going to invest in your own property. And, and then you're going to get the benefit of having a really good tenant that pays the rent on time that doesn't destroy shit. So that, that might give you, you know, a little bit of a fudge factor where, where, you know, plus or minus, minus a hundred dollars, you'd say, okay, it, it's, it's worth it in this case. But most people don't think of it that way. And that's why they, they answer this wrong. And so if you think about that that way, most of the times, what's the answer going to be? Probably, you know, 70, 80% of the time, the answer is going to be rent, especially in an expensive market. It is not going to be buy. Buying is usually a bad choice. You want to control things, but not own them. The more things you can control, but not own, that's called optionality. The more optionality you have, uh, the the more the more upside potential you have and the limiting that you're going to be doing on the downside potential. So optionality is a good thing. When you buy something, you are sacrificing a lot of liquidity. So you're sacrificing a lot of your optionality, right? When you control something through a lease, through rent, okay, uh, through options, right? You have uh, that optionality, right? Because you, you're not, it's much more liquid. You're not as much tied to that particular asset. So put on the two hats. If uh, Put on an investor hat. If it's a good deal as an investor, buy it as an investment property. And then if it's a good deal as a renter, you rent it to yourself, okay? If it's not, if it's a good deal as an investor, buy it as an investment property, rent it to someone else, take the money that you're making from that and go rent somewhere else that's cheaper, okay? That more suits your need, okay? And if it's not a good investment and there's not a good investment property, right? Uh, then rent, rent somewhere else. It doesn't matter. It's not throwing money away. And, and I'll give you one last tip here, okay? For you guys that stayed on, on till the end, by the way, hit that like button. Ask me a question if you've got a question. And, and here, here's the last tip, okay? When you buy a house, there are a lot more expenses than the mortgage, okay? You are going to be paying for upkeep, maintenance, utilities, right? A lot of other things that you might not consider. So make sure that you figure out all of the calculations of what the total cost of ownership of a house will be. And, and I'll tell you one last little tip, okay? Which is, if you buy a house and rent it to someone else, you are going to operate that as a business and you're going to write off the mortgage interest, okay? And you're gonna write off all those expenses. If you buy the house and rent it to yourself, you don't get to write off the mortgage interest. That sucks. There's a lot of write-offs that you don't get to write off. So I would rather, in many cases, it's, it's gonna make a lot more sense for you to buy the house, rent it to someone else, take the money that you're making from that and rent from someone else where you're going to get all the write-offs as for being a landlord and renting that property and get the benefits of having the investment, still having the house, right? You're still going to gain equity just like you did before, except now you're going to get those write-offs and you're going to rent somewhere else. So that's what I got to say about that. All right. If you guys found this useful, if this answers someone's question, if you, if you got into this debate with someone, right? Because I know you all have of should I rent or buy, just send them a damn this video. So they understand the two hats. Then they'll understand what you're talking about. Then it's not just you arguing with them. You got someone else on the internet telling them 
how it is, all right? So that's all I got for you guys today. If you haven't already, click that subscribe button down below. Become a bulldog. Get the bulldog mindset. I'll talk to you next time. Take care.